Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Good morning, radio listeners. There are only a handful of days that I come into the studio this fired up, and today is one of them. If you're hearing my voice for the very first time, I am Jay Garvin's the host of the Jay Garvin Show and Home and Mortgage Talk, and I try to do my best to bring you an exciting and information and fact-filled show every single week. And whether you're listening to me live here on Saturday, would the Lord please give us some reprieve on this cold? I love the sun, but I feel like I'm in Wisconsin. Or whether you're listening on Monday or Tuesday evening after dark, I appreciate you. You always can get a hold of me. There has been a onslaught of calls that have come in lately. I've taken more than five myself this week. My number is 719-330-1457. You can go to churchillcolorado.com, churchillcolorado.com. If you can't take your hands off the wheels right now, I, I pray that you do not, not with a little bit of snow and slick ice in the secondary streets. But Colorado, that's where we're at. Churchill is the company that I work with, churchillcolorado.com, please. For your next mortgage, I've had another rash of people who come to me for advice and say, Hey, Jay, I'm all excited to have you help me with my investment property purchase plan, and I've got my lender or my mortgage banker already. And I'm like, Hey, please, I want to put a tattoo on my forehead. Churchill Mortgage is a company that I work for. I'm a licensed loan officer. I have a great team of seven people. We helped over 200 families last year, and I want to earn your business. And you can call me at 719-330-1457. In this market, it is like navigating a maze. I've got so much great information for you. Every time I give someone advice, they're like, great, Jay, I'll take that advice, and now I'm going to go to my credit union. And I'm like, you go wherever you want. But those three pieces of advice that I just gave you that were so essential, there are 75 more in the loan process that are going to come that service representative at the local credit union or the bank or your your Wells Fargo or your Quicken or your whatever company is not going to ask and financially advise you. So here at the Jay Garvin Show, we always give you great advice. And I say we because it's not just me. Round of applause for yourself, Matt. See those hands clap for uh, seven years now producing the show, over 400 great shows. I uh, am kind of like a circus monkey hyped up on uh, caffeine in here, and Matt kind of gives me a, a level playing field with the sound effects, with my intros, my outros, with all of my spots he produces, Matt. And I want to publicly thank you because my show would not be what it is without you. I visualize one day like Howard Stern, you and I will be bantering on the air, you know, like he has his show producer. And Rush Limbaugh does the same thing. He's got a great radio producer. And I have the best in Matt. So I want to thank you for that. And today and always, we give you great advice with value. I do investment property classes. As a matter of fact, I just opened up my next class to the public. It's going to be on the third Tuesday of March. That's March 17th. 2020, March 17th, 2020, I have limited seats. I only open up these classes to 25 bodies. So that means if I have 12 people and their spouse 
their husband, wife, friend, neighbor, it's then full. These are worth $100 in value, and you get to come in free because you got an invitation from the Jay Garvin Show, and you just go to churchillcolorado.com, pull down the events tab, sign up for the investment property class. It'll say March 17th, Tuesday at 6.30 p.m., and you can be one of the few that comes in and gets a $100 value and learns how to pick your team when buying an investment property and a roadmap of success to follow. But today is going to be no different of adding value. I've got an amazing show conversation. One of my favorites, and drumroll, Matt, today's show is called... Biggest bang for your buck. Bam, 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 biggest bang for your buck. Say that 15 times fast. The biggest bang for your buck is talking about your primary residence. More than 85% of us here on the radio waves statistically are homeowners. 64% nationwide, but here on Cardio, to include me, the mass of the world, the you, the listeners of the world, I just talked to Jerome. There are 64% Americans that own, but 85% of listeners on Cardio. So there's 15% of you that aren't homeowners, but this is so important for you to listen because when you do buy a house, there are some essential things that you should consider improving to get your biggest bang for your buck. And there's definitely things that you want to avoid so you don't turn your primary residence into a money pit. Now, this can be applied to rental properties as well, so it encompasses everybody. But basically, the show premise is this. Hey, folks, shh, the worst-kept secret in the world? Well, the top three, financially, number one, the 30-year mortgage is one of the last legal scams in the United States. If you look at how much money you pay a bank for a 30-year mortgage as opposed to a 15-year mortgage, it would make you throw up in your mouth. So gross! So if you think renting is bad, actually owning a house or all your houses on 30-year mortgages and never paying it off faster is just foolish. I mean, six out of seven of my houses have 15-year mortgages. I only have one with a 30-year mortgage, and the other two are owned outright, and they're all paying off. But number two is the fact that your primary residence, if you don't be careful and have accountability, can come into a huge money pit, and you can continually eat up your equity. Hopefully, the worst thing to do with your equity in your home is to use it as a checking account and just reflush and refinance your house every year or two to be a refiaholic. And that comes from a guy that owns a mortgage company. I'm part owner of Churchill Mortgage. I am a licensed loan officer and have been since 2009 when they changed the regulation. And I've been originating mortgages since 1998. And I'm telling you, please do not become a refiaholic. In fact, Dave Ramsey would tell you, hey, if you have to refinance, refinance now and do it once. It is a very good time to refinance because government loans are now in the mid-threes and conventional loans are in the mid-fours for a 30-year mortgage. And a 15-year mortgage primary residence home in Colorado right now, you can get like in the mid-threes. Anywhere from 3.5 to 3.9, depending on how much you want your closing costs to be. But you have to be careful because why I did this show is because people are not moving as much because houses are now not affordable. They're looking at doing improvements and additions, and I want to give you great information to consider that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm also, in housekeeping, really going to address this new Amazon Service Center. This will blow your mind. We've been talking about it just 
Justin Hermes on Real Estate Realities. We talked about, hey, there's authorization with Pikes Peak Regional to get up to 2,000 parking spots. So that tells you how many employees they expect. Right now they're saying 1,000 employees are coming in. But get this, folks. This new facility is going to be one of the largest projects in the last generation in Colorado Springs. I think the largest since the Wells Fargo building. And they just bought over 90 acres out by the airport, and we've been talking about this. I've been predicting this. One of the largest construction projects in the state of Colorado right now. Well, folks, to put it into perspective, you want to stick around after the break because I'm asking you a question here with three choices, multiple choice. Is this new Amazon facility going to be the size of five King Supers? I mean, that's huge. Or is it going to be... 50 King Supers. I mean, imagine something the size of 50 King Supers. Or let's just be big or go home. Is it going to be 150 times King Supers? Stick around, and I'm going to tell you how big this new Amazon Center is going to be. I'm also going to talk to you about the biggest bang for your buck on improvements and additions to your primary residence. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show right here on Caradio. So check it out. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show right here on KRDO. As we see a little bit of sun today, you saw it, I hope, on Monday and Tuesday. But Saturday, today, I love this. I'm talking about biggest bang for your buck today. Which one of your home improvements or even a home addition, renovation, is the best for return on investment? What's the top five or ten best improvements on your house? And actually, folks, what are the worst five to ten. But before I get into that, before the break, and I will expand on it in housekeeping, dang it, the knock came right now. Housekeeping? So, for today's housekeeping, I just did the uh, quiz question to you before the break. We've got a new Amazon service center coming into Colorado Springs. Folks, we're looking at 90 plus acres that Amazon has purchased. And I asked you how many King Supers, and a King Supers about 75,000 square feet. And I asked you, A, is it going to be like huge, like five King Supers all in one? Is it going to be 50 King Supers? 50. Imagine 50 King Supers, or is it going to be about 150 King Supers? Well, Alex, the answer is actually B. Can you believe this, folks? Four million square feet. So can you imagine out in a vast field, this Amazon service center, which is just the hub for this industrial park and not the only feature in it. There's going to be a lot of supplemental and auxiliary businesses and support staff, just like we had for the uh, Sierra Nevada aircraft manufacturer upgrader out there, aircraft 
renovation site. They're saying there's going to be a thousand employees out there, and there's only fifteen thousand soldiers plus or minus in all of Fort Carson. But this is the caution that I give you: ninety, just like when you go into the military. Actually, the military is a great stabilizer for this community, but it's not a wealth builder because ninety percent of all of the soldiers out there are enlisted, which is an amazing career, and they're making maybe. Thirty to sixty thousand dollars a year, just on average. You've got your non-commissioned officers, just like myself, the officers. Maybe ten percent are of NCO and officer grade. And when you start to get IT, when you start to get innovation, manufacturing, small business owners, there's maybe going to be ten percent, maybe a hundred people at the Amazon Service Center that make seventy grand or more. Everybody else is going to be making fifteen bucks an hour, anywhere between thirty-five and sixty-five thousand. And when it comes to adding value, culture, home ownership, wealth building, investment in the community, you really got to get beyond the threshold of like seventy-five to eighty thousand dollars for an individual income, or about a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. For a take-home income, but this is really, really great news for local news. This is absolutely huge. They're also saying that there's going to be more and more business that comes off that, and that's what I'm more excited about to hear because we've got all of the downtown improvements. Justin Hermes is going to be on next week with Real Estate Realities explaining this to us. Here in this article, here in Amazon, I'm sorry, I apologize. I said 96 acres. It's actually 69 acres. Don't call and complain. I'm a little bit dyslexic, but I've been doing well with it my whole life. It does have the thousand people. It is the biggest project economically. Chamber of Commerce and EDC said in Colorado Springs in over 20 years, and then of course. They're saying that it's going to expand in phases and all of that, and that's absolutely amazing. But also in the news, we've got record housing starts and building permit requests. But we've got the lowest inventory of houses on the market right now that I believe in the history of Colorado. I just talked to Matt Clark, who's a COO of our whole company, and there's only 500 houses, single. Structures available. There may be 800 to a thousand listed, but you've got all these phases, these undeveloped building phases of the local and national builders with home designs and elevations set to go on the properties, but they're not going to be available for the next 30 days to 36 months. So the actual structures available is down, and that's so crucial. It's so important that you hear that people say, "Jay, is there a housing bubble? Are you kidding me? Of course, there's a housing bubble. Our real estate head is about to explode. I mean, houses are going to go up another six to ten percent this year, and then again next year, and then again in 2023. It's not going to stop, and this is why it's not going to stop. Largest generation in the history of the world. I am going to do a timeless show three weeks from now, so you have to stick around about the realities of demographics. And here's the reality, my friends: there's 87 million millennials. That generation is not so special that they're not going to eventually eliminate their debt, rub up against each other, and start having babies. And when you start having babies in America, you buy a house. I don't care if you're married or not. That's what I tell my son. You rub up too close to that gal, and you guys will make a baby. Stop it. Step back. Oh no, he didn't. But eventually, the millennials are doing it, and they're starting to turn 40. And you have 87 million people coming to market. The largest generation year between 1980 and 2000, when the millennials are 
born, 1991 is the biggest birth year within the millennial generation, the top of that bell curve, and the median first-time homebuyer age is 32. So if you take 1991, which is the largest generation year within the millennials of 4.7 million births, plus 32, statistically 2023 is going to be one of the hottest years for real estate. And we're more than three years away from that. So that's important part of housekeeping. The last part of housekeeping, my friends, is the 17th of March. Put it on your schedule now. I literally, over the break, had one sign up for this investment property class that I'm doing, Investment Property 201, the second step on building your team and a roadmap for becoming an investment property owner. This is where I teach you how to convert your existing home to an investment property and to move into a new house. So instead of upgrading or downgrading and selling, you keep it and make a residual income in retirement. Or I teach you how to buy a standalone single-family investment property. It's my favorite class. It packs out every time. So going back and finishing up with housekeeping, I want to jump right back into the biggest bang for your buck. The premise of this show is the fact that we have limited inventory here in Colorado Springs, and a lot of people are keeping their homes and say, hey, Jay, what should I do with it? Can I add a bedroom? Should I renovate my basement? Should I get a new flat screen TV in an entertainment center? Should I build an outdoor grilling mecca? Should I fix up my dining room or my bathroom? Hey, what's the biggest bang for your buck? So that's what I'm doing here today. I'll tell you this for free, an 85-inch flat screen LED theater room is not going to add value. There, I'll tell you that. You know, it's just like, Jay, I can't understand why I don't have money, but I just bought myself an $1,100 iPhone 11. Well, if you keep buying depreciating assets, then you're going to continue to have a depreciating life. And if you start to acknowledge and buy secured and appreciating assets, your life will appreciate. And I'll appreciate while you appreciate. So that's what I want to talk about today. And we're going to talk about the five biggest ones that add value, ROI, return on investment, and actually the five that are absolutely terrible to medium. And here is the big three takeaways from the show up front. Number one, and this is crazy, coming from a mortgage lender. The number one tip I have for you with the biggest bang for your buck on home improvements or additions is to pay cash. Save up and pay cash for these investments. Don't finance it. Now, the worst way you could possibly finance it, and I see it every month, is people put a $15,000 bathroom renovation on a credit card. Oh, my God, at like 12 to 22%. The worst one is like a Home Depot card or a Sears card, but Sears is almost gone. A Discover card the same way. Just terrible. The second worst way is to go into the bank and get an 8.5% just secured line cash and do it there. That's just crazy. A second mortgage line of equity right now is appealing because you can get it down at like 5%, but it's like playing Russian roulette with a financial revolver. And I would tell you, the only way at all, if you had to finance a renovation, big takeaway, is just do a mortgage and get it into a fixed fashion and you can even go from a 30-year mortgage to a 15-year mortgage and save money in the time. Number two biggest takeaway is that you're actually better saving the money on improvements in your home and getting cash just for a second home and investment because if you're looking for retirement, 
I'd much rather be happy and stress-free in a small house that's not fixed up than those typical big spenders, the doctors, the attorneys, all of those big marketing media mania guys, gals that are driving BMWs in this perfect seven-piece master bath, and they're broke, and there's no retirement. So that's number two. And number three, and I'll go into details of a story on that, but number three is that you have to get opinions and three quotes because you would not imagine the variation of how much it is to renovate a bathroom. One person would say 4000 and one person would say 24000 So you get three opinions. I'm going to go into the detail of the list. Don't go anywhere. I want to ask you, before the break, a quiz question. What is the best renovation in your house? Is it a kitchen remodel? A. Is it a manufactured stone veneer put on the side of your house? B. Or is it a garage door replacement? I'll be back with the meat after this break. And make sure, go to ChurchillColorado.com. Register for my next investment property class and get smart for free. March 17th, 6.30 p.m. Go to ChurchillColorado.com right now. ChurchillColorado.com right now. And pull down the registration tab for classes and events. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back. Now, here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the beat? For sticking with me, I am Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show. Matt and I are producing a show called The Biggest Bang for Your Buck today. Which home improvements give you the most ROI, return on investment, as opposed to those that give you the least ROI? And before the break, I had a quiz question for you, and I'll ask it again. The top five. Now, this is by bankrate.com, and this is also letting you know by thestreet.com and... It's verified with HGTV.com. So I queried seven different articles, the top three consensus, and I asked you this. What is the most return on investment, not for an addition, but for a renovation when it comes to your primary residence? Is it A, a minor kitchen remodel, B, manufactured stone veneer somewhere on the outside of your house to make it look contemporary and updated, or C, a garage door. Again, I know most of you got this wrong. Matt, what do you say? Oh, my God, Matt said garage door, and he's right. Yes, cheers for Matt, my producer. That even blew me away. And here's the bottom line. The number five most profitable gives you the most ROI. Almost You almost get a dollar-to-dollar return just for the renovation, which means if you spend $3,500 on a garage door, then immediately you get $3,500 back in value. That's what it means. Very few renovations. Let me tell you, here's another one. If you go ahead and do a major bedroom renovation suite where you knock out a bedroom to make two bedrooms one big, fancy, comfortable bedroom, you're losing money, more than 75%, because now you have less bedrooms in the same square footage, and it might be great for a particular couple, but you might actually want 
to put up the wall again before you sell. But the fifth best, actually, is siding replacement on your house mat. So to replace your siding is one of the best and most profitable ROI, return on your investment decisions that you can make. Number four is actually the addition of a deck. Now, not a Trex deck, a wood deck. And it makes a difference. If you have a south-facing part of your house, you want to see if you spend the extra money for the Trex because it's more resistant to the sun. Ken Moon on the Ken Moon Show, he will around the house. He'll tell you that, that you maintain these decks. The sun will just beat apart a uh, cedar or even a treated wood deck. But that is the fourth most profitable. And then, like I told you, a minor kitchen remodel, not a major one, a minor kitchen remodel as defined by you get some new stainless appliances, just Home Depot, Lowe's level, maybe like the appliance warehouse, stuff like that, but not your super luxury ones like the Wolf appliances and all of that. Then you may do some granite counters in there. You may reface your cabinets, but you're not doing anything major. Then the second most profitable is actually along with the siding on your house which is number five it's this manufactured stone veneer that's more affordable than even brick but it can highlight one angle of your house and turn it around a corner to give it depth and stuff like that it can add value to your house returning almost 97% of the cost immediately in value. And then garage door is number one. Like I said, you get 99% ROI. For every dollar you spend, you're going to get it back immediately. And that blew me away. But you're noticing a trend on the overall topics of improvement. Four of the top five most profitable one is actually curb appeal on the outside of your house. Because if people fall in love with the outside of your house, that is their first impression. And you never have a second chance to make a first impression because you can have the most beautiful house on the inside. And if it looks like a turd on the outside, you're never going to sell it. And inevitably, it's so important to live in a place that you're comfortable. But if you can't sell it or have it appraised, it's then not an asset as much as it would be. And I'm one of those individuals, I'll tell you, I love the house I live in. I'm going to tell you this story. When I said one of the three big takeaways is, number one, if you have to do renovations, please do it for cash. Even though I'm a lender, call me and I will help you figure out a way how to do it without credit cards, without a signature loan, without a line of equity, or even without a mortgage. But the number two biggest takeaway is think about doing things totally different. Don't spend $45,000 to renovate your master suite or your kitchen. How about you put $45,000 in the bank and go buy a second home? See, because this is where I am. I live in the Broadmoor, and we bought a beautiful 4,000-square-foot house. And it's a nice house, but I put like $30,000 into it like that. It was literally like a drop of water on a hot asphalt road in Texas. It just evaporated. Now, I did a creation of a bedroom with an egress window and a closet in the basement, which is, I'm going to tell you, an addition and renovation. I also converted a back door that was inside of the living space rather than a basement door that was accessed from outside in the garage because I have an old house in 1940. Those things were essential. I did a little bit of crown molding. I did a little bit of creature comforts where we have those nice wall heaters in the bathroom. I actually was stupid, but we want to enjoy the house, and I spent over $6,000 
for a built-in retro cabinet with my 85-inch TV, and I'll never get my 10 grand with the TV back out of that, but I do want to enjoy the house. But I have a house that's got a carport with a small deck on the second floor that has an unobstructed view of the city, and I put together all these plans on a napkin to rip off that carport to build this 10-foot by 10-foot, 35-foot tower next to my house to have, like, one of those sky towers, and this thing was going to cost me like 80 grand. And I talked to my wife and I said, whoa, how about we just spend 15 grand to rip off the carport, put a new carport, do a huge deck up stairs so we can get the whole view with the hardy board backer and a nice tile and a fire pit up there, and then just a circular stairway. And then with the other sixty to $70,000 cash, I'm just going to go buy the house across the street. And now I've got another asset rather than a limited return on investment. Because, like I told you, the second biggest secret is that home renovations are money pits. Your primary residence is a money pit. It is not an income generator unless you start to Airbnb it, which that's a separate show. But it is an asset. And then the third, I told you the third big myth, is the fact that you can't create residual income with a second home. That's just ludicrous. You can do it. I've taught hundreds of people to do it. But I also want to tell you here before this segment is over, if those are the top five renovations, not additions, I'm going to get to that. What are the five worst? See, it's incredible. The five worst renovations in order, the worst, the fifth worst is actually to upscale a bathroom. So you're going to get less than 50 cents on the dollar back. And if you want to upgrade your bathroom in order to have functionality, that's fine. But if you're putting all this fancy granite and a whole new glass shower and stuff like that, you better enjoy it because you're not going to get your money back out of that. Number four worst is actually, listen to this, a major kitchen renovation. So many times people start with a minor kitchen renovation, and the next thing they know, they're blowing out the whole kitchen to its studs, moving walls, building all of these fancy Chip and Joanna Gaines, like, like Joanna Gaines and her beautiful custom exhaust vents up above your stove or their thousands of dollars or your, I love this, the fancy commercial appliances like the Wolf Appliances and the Sub-Zero refrigerator, that's literally $20,000 and it doesn't keep your food any colder. You don't cook your hamburger any hotter on a Wolf than you do a GE. It's just 18 grand down the toilet. So you want to make sure you keep things in budget. And I told you, one of the biggest three takeaways is get three bids because they vary so much. Now, get this. If you think a bathroom is bad, an upscale five-piece bathroom renovation is even worse. I'm just talking about a return on investment. And actually where an exterior deck is one of the smartest, an overblown luxury patio is the worst investment and the worst improvement renovation that you can do. Everybody gets these $18,000 outside kitchens and the grills and the fire pit. And guess what? In Colorado, you can use it like three months out of the year, especially this winter. So just be careful. Now, I do want to shift before the end to the most important thing. These are just renovations, folks. I'm going to give you personal examples. If you add square footage and you add actual bedroom space, if you actually convert an unfinished basement, or even if you, through building permits, 
convert an attached garage into a master bedroom, not with just putting plywood, but zipper brick it in, put in all the heat, put in all of the master bedroom. I did this in one of my houses over in Divine Redeemer. With all the building permits, we put in a beautiful master bedroom with a separate bath. Now I've got three bathrooms in my house rather than two, a walk-in closet, which is a creature comfort, but a beautiful laundry room. That's right on the main level off of the master bedroom. Converting square footage from basement to garage is the most. I tripled my money. It cost me $18,000 to do that, and I added $60,000 in value. The same way, if you can convert a walk-in closet to another private bathroom in a 1950 house off of the master, I quadrupled my money. It took me $9,000. And I added over $27,000 of real value, subway tile, all of that. And then the next thing I'm telling you is if you convert a basement, that's unbelievable. So overall, here's the three biggest things. Number one, no doubt at all, if you do any exterior improvements, siding, brick, decks, front entrance, doors, garage, front door, anything, that's the best ever. Number two is actually internal renovations, kitchens or bath. Minor renovations, that's it. And then number three, without any doubt, is additional usage of square footage in your house. Convert a basement, another bedroom with an egress window and a closet. Go ahead and create a bathroom out of nowhere. And here's a great one. Take an actual full basement and renovate it. Right here on the Jay Garvin Show, I'm going to wrap things up. The power segment after this, make sure you go register for my March 17th investment property class right at Churchill, Colorado. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop you out. for sticking with me. I am Jay Garvin. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show, and I get so fired up when I can share some of my experience with you. And today on this podcast, my power segment, I'm talking about bang for your buck. Show me the money. It doesn't matter where you are in the United States, how old you are, how young you are. I want to talk about the biggest bang for your buck with home improvements. With your primary residence, you can even apply this to a rental property, as I'll refer to. But in the next nine minutes, I'm going to talk to you. If you're going to spend money on real estate, where do you get your best bang for the buck? And this is from experience. I'm a licensed mortgage lender, of course. I have nine properties myself. Three of them I'm turning into 24 properties and then selling them. And I've had more than 14 houses that I have flipped and renovated through my career. So I actually have some experience here. And I'm going to give you some of my personal stories, but the bottom line up front is this. First of all, you can call me at 719-330-1457 anytime to have a conversation with me about this. You're not going to get a staff member. You're not going to get my executive assistant. You're going to get me. So call with a question. Don't be creepy. 
but I'm here and available for you. If you're not in a place that you can call me right now, you can go to churchillcolorado.com. churchillcolorado.com. Pull down the tab. You can sign up for some of my classes and podcasts. You can put your information on the right-hand side, and we can sit down and talk and say, Jay, give me a call or send me an email. Now, today, with Biggest Bang for Your Buck, I'm going to give you the bottom line up front, give you some of the details, and then wrap it up again. With home improvements, the three big things to remember are this. Actually pay cash for improvements and don't finance them. It's one of the silliest things you could do, especially the hundreds of people that I've seen that put a $15,000 kitchen renovation on a credit card. See it all the time. It's just ludicrous. That's not a $15,000 renovation. That's a twenty dollars to $25,000 renovation as after you make minimum payments. Now, this says a lot coming from a licensed lender. I've been a licensed lender since the requirement started in 2009, and I've been originating mortgages and helping people get further in debt since 1998. Now, my wife and I are 100% unsecured debt, debt-free. I've only got $1.3 million worth of mortgage debt left. Oh, my God, Jay, that's so much. Yeah, but I've got $4.5 million of houses alone. That doesn't count my retirement and all of that. So I pay $1.3 million more of debt, and my wife and I are actually really free like the American dream of 20 grand a month with homes alone and residual income and no debt. And I want you to get to that same place. So if you have to finance it, please don't put it on a credit card. Don't put it on a signature 8.5% loan with your credit union. Don't even do a line of equity, which is like a financial Russian roulette having a revolver against your head because those rates can go up from month to month. If you have to refinance, to get it done. That's the only way. Refinancing your primary mortgage, maybe take it from a 30 to a 15, take some cash out and get a plan to double up on your payments. But do not put it on a credit card. I see so much of that. Number two, you want to make sure that you get three opinions on every single project you think you're going to do. Same thing with mortgage. Same with real estate. I do it with hammers. Check on Amazon, check on Lowe's, and check on Ace Hardware or Home Depot. It's the same concept. And number three, you want to make sure that you look at that project closely. Because before you renovate a kitchen for thirty-five dollars or $40,000, I'm going to tell you how bad is that kitchen. Maybe you should just save the money and buy another asset like the down payment for another house and create $2,000 of residual income over the next 15 years, okay? But within the renovations itself, which are the good and the bad ones? And I'll tell you right now, from the list of more than 50, things like blowing out a wall between a living room and a dining room, putting up a fireplace, a full fireplace, an entertainment center, adding a back door, a patio, all of that, here is your top five. Putting actual new siding on your home, is on the top list and almost gives you 75% of your money back immediately if you just have curb appeal improved. Number four is actually a deck, a nice, affordable wood deck, not a Trex deck, that adds, it gives you that outside Colorado enjoyment space, but it actually adds value, especially if it's accompanied with a view. Number three, and the biggest and most profitable one inside, is actually a minor kitchen renovation. So you're not doing all the Chip and Joanna Gaines glass tile in the back and the huge vent cover that's, you know, $4,000 over the stove. You're not putting in Wolf appliances that are $7,000 or Sub-Zero freezers and all of this stuff. You're just maybe buying some new stainless appliances. You're doing a new nice granite top. You're maybe 
going with a uh, tile that looks like a wood on the floor and maybe refacing cabinets. That's number three. Number two, actually, is putting a nice stone, like a veneer manufactured stone, on a couple walls, especially if you have a stucco house outside. Because, again, number two, hmm, isn't that interesting where it's curb appeal? And number one, which is crazy, Matt, my producer, guessed it, and I didn't, is garage door. Doing a really nice, high-quality garage door replacement will give you 100% of the bang for your buck. So those are the best ones. Uh, understand, four of the five were outside. And here's the bottom line. The number one renovation that you can do on your house and add value is something for the curb appeal outside. That includes landscaping. That includes a new front door like the garage door, stuff like that. Number two is actually renovating a kitchen or a bath in a minor fashion inside of your house, keeping it $15,000 or less. And number three, and the biggest category, is actually renovate space. If you renovate a basement, you're going to get one or 200% ROI rather than just your money back. Add a bedroom with an egress window and a closet, bang. Convert a closet upstairs to a bathroom. Actually adding a bathroom that wasn't there, that's big, huge bang for your buck. And then if you actually went and converted a whole basement with a separate entrance and you get into an existing accessory dwelling unit, an integrated ADU like a, a rental or an in-law suite. I've done radio shows about that. It's off the shelf. Now, here's the five ones that really suck. They're not going to give you any bang for your buck. The fifth worst is like this huge five-piece bathroom upgrade. You get less than 50 cents on the dollar. A major kitchen renovation, like I said, where you're putting 45, 50 grand into a kitchen, please stop it. Just save your money, eliminate debt, and go buy another house. A master suite edition. This is almost the worst. Knock out a whole bedroom to make your master bigger, and you got to put the wall back when you leave because you've actually lost value. Upscale bathroom where you knock out and do a walk-in closet. And then the worst is actually one of those patios on the back with all the fireplaces and the fire pit and the outdoor kitchen. You're losing money there, Joe. You're losing money there, Jane. So I hope that that helped you. Keep that in your records. You can listen to it again. And just like I say at the end of every single show and podcast, go grow and prosper. Implement some of these things. But tell a person close to you that you love them because that's all that matters. And if you've not found your passion, your calling, and purpose, pray to God that you get it right now. I mean, stop and pull over. Call me. I'll pray with you because that's the miracle that happened in my life with you, the radio listeners. I want to share value with you, help you become financially independent, and have the most fruitful relationship with your loved ones. And please don't forget, sign up for my investment property class right now. Pull over on the side of the road and go to ChurchillColorado.com on your phone. Look for the menu, pull down the tab that says classes and events, click it, scroll down again, and see investment property, March 17th, 2020. Third week of March, Tuesday evening, 6.30 p.m. Be there. You've been listening to The Jigger Show. The best things in life are free, but you can give them to the birds and bees. I need The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. But you